Hi, this is Sandy, and welcome back to the Everything Elsa podcast. So for today's episode of Treasure Trove, I dug around into the past and came up with a piece that I then called Pranayama Sequence to Ride the Full Moon Wave. And it is appropriate because today, March 18th, is indeed this month's full moon day. So, you know, every month the full moon caps off a steady rise of energy and the surge is felt most keenly um, about three to five days before and after the peak. So you may have noticed earlier this week um, uh, sort of your energy shifting and don't be surprised if that continues for the next few days. But during the hours of complete fullness, in other words, today's 24 hours of the full moon, the gravitational pull causes each of our, what in kundalini yoga are known as the 10 energy bodies. So from the physical body to the most subtle ethereal energy bodies to vibrate with the highly stimulated currents of the full moon. Some of us may feel this rush as a form of adrenalized excitement or motivation. Others may find that sleep is disturbed or anger rises more quickly or focus becomes derailed. Typically, there will be a mix of some positive effects and also some maybe uncomfortable reverberations. So... Although I call this a pranayama sequence, I will also be um, giving you a a physical body warm-up so that you can sit more comfortably and do the breath work associated. And both the physical moves and the pranayama sequence are designed to honor your energetic levels as they are in this moment. In other words, they may be a little higher, so that's kind of You're just going to start where you are and then gently bring it down. So both the movements and the breathing techniques will, they'll infiltrate those waves of energy and begin to pacify them and temper that full moon effect. So come up standing to begin and one arm at a time, just begin reaching straight up, almost like you're climbing a rope ladder. And so you reach one arm up and it comes down, the other goes up and it comes down and begin to move a little bit more fluidly with that alternating reaching up and down. And then begin to bring your lower body into it. So as one arm reaches up, it's same side knee bends. And then you move into reaching the other arm up while that knee bends a little. So you're almost beginning to create a bit of a swaying or waving motion as you reach and bend that knee, reach the arm up, bend that knee, and go back and forth like this. You should be feeling a nice stretch through your waist and through the armpits as well, beginning to warm up the lower body, shedding whatever tension may lie in the legs and the feet and in the knees. And if it feels right, you can also alternately lift the heels as you're working up and down. And now step the feet apart and keep that same reaching from side to side, 
but now at shoulder level. And as you reach out to the right, let your body shift its weight into the right leg as you bend that knee and then shift to the left leg as you reach the left arm straight out. And do whatever feels organically natural. So when I do this movement, I find that my arms are actually kind of waving. So they move through the wrist joint and the elbow joint. And you want to become almost like, you know, like a piece of seaweed. Or if your body were floating in the water and you were shifting side to side, it will cause everything to move in a wave-like manner. Okay, and when you've done that for about a minute or so, all the while breathing deeply in and out through your nose, uh, bring it to a close and step your feet back, back in so that they're about hip width apart and just bend down, placing your hands just above the knees on the thighs and begin this um, semi-stance, this halfway standing version of cat-cow. So as you inhale, arch the spine, pulling the shoulders back, maybe looking up a little bit. Uh, exhale to round or flex the spine. Let the head curl forward and the tail curl under. And going back and forth, really bringing some lubrication into the spinal canal. Breathing in, breathing out. If your eyes are closed, that's fine. If they're open, that's fine. Just do this for, let's say, about 10 to 15 rounds or about a minute or so. And then from there, make your way to the floor onto all fours. So although all fours is the traditional position for cat-cow, which you just did halfway standing, now instead of doing... Um, the inhaling into the extended, exhaling into the flexed spine, let your body go. So just move around organically, fluidly, whatever feels natural. You may find that you're only kind of circling the hips on their own or circling the rib cage. Maybe you're not doing any discernible um, direction. Maybe you're really just kind of undulating all over the place. Go ahead and let the shoulders drop, let the elbows bend. Just move fluidly on all fours. Let the whole body rid itself of any remaining tension. Okay, and now that you've got your body prepared to sit, go ahead and find your preferred pose for breath work and meditation. And if you like to use bolsters, that is a-okay. Sit yourself up on the edge of a block or a pillow or a rolled blanket. Support the knees in any way that you need to. Whatever works for you. Okay, so once you're set in your seated position, extend the arms straight up from the shoulders, palms facing each other. Then open each arm away to the side, away from each other to the side, opening them about 30 degrees to either side. So now you've got the arms in um, a sort of V shape, the palms still facing inward. And in this position, begin breath of fire. And remember, if it helps, you can start by panting like a dog through the mouth. 
The key here, as always, is that your inhale and exhale, although rapid, are of equal length. And once you have established a steady, rapid breath of equal inhale and exhale, um, if you've been doing it through the mouth, panting like a dog, close the mouth and continue through the nose. So keep going, arms up and open, 30 degrees in a V-shape, eyes are closed, gazing to the third eye, breath of fire continuing in and out through the nose. So you do this for about one to three minutes and then bring it to a close. And that activity, that breath work, means that your energy is now at its highest, mimicking the rise and peak of the, the moon force. So to begin working toward a more refined and neutral vibration, lower your arms. Just bring them down, interlace the fingers in what is called Venus lock so that the thumb tips touch. Bring the mudra up a few inches in front of your neck, right at the throat or fifth chakra. Bend the elbows out to the sides at the same height. And now shift the, the interlaced fingers. Just tip it a bit so that the palms face down. And in this position, eyes closed, still gazing at the third eye, for now, <laughs> begin to breathe deeply in and out of the nose. And just continue breathing here for about a minute with the mudra, Venus lock, interlaced fingers mudra, palms down at just in front of the throat chakra. And make sure that each inhale and each exhale reaches completion as you breathe. And now, in order to regain what may have become scattered focus during the days of increasing energy, bring the mudra, fingers are still interlaced, down to the third chakra. So that is just underneath the heart center, right at that crux where the ribs come up to a V and you're almost on the belly but not quite, just underneath the breasts. Place the hands on that spot. So the fingers are interlaced, but you now place the palms on the third chakra, just beneath that solar plexus or, or right on the solar plexus. And now open the eyes just a little bit and gaze downward as if to look at your chin. That is the lunar point of the face. You're still breathing. Be aware that you don't tip the head down. Only the eyes gaze downward through those slightly open lids. And now attach a count to those deep, full breaths. So you inhale for six, exhale for eight. No retention or suspension at any point. If your particular breath rhythm is a bit different, maybe you can only inhale for four and exhale for six, that's fine. Maybe if you've been doing breath work and pranayama specific techniques for a while, maybe you've trained yourself to breathe a bit more deeply and you can breathe in for eight and exhale for 12, whatever works for you. 
eyes gazing down, toward the chin, the lunar point, interlaced fingers, palms resting on the solar plexus or third chakra, inhaling for your count, exhaling for two to four counts longer. All right, so now you can release that and place both hands on the knees, palms down. Now, eyes are closed and returning your closed eye gaze back up to the third eye right between the brow point. Begin Satali breath. So classically, this calls for curling your tongue like a straw and protruding it out through your lips. If you cannot curl your tongue in that way, just open the lips slightly. Regardless, breathe in either through your curled tongue or the slightly parted lips. Exhale deeply through the nose. So you just get used to this at your own time. Allow the exhale to extend itself naturally. This will happen. You probably won't breathe in naturally for as long through a curled tongue or through parted lips but then you will be able to exhale naturally a bit longer. Just follow those natural rhythms for one to three minutes. Now, when you're ready to close your practice, instead of Shavasana, let's do legs up the wall or bring your tukus right to the edge of a couch on the floor and put your legs up on the couch. So it Regardless, it's a slightly inverted version of your rest pose or shavasana. If for whatever reason, maybe blood pressure concerns, you do not like to invert in this way, go ahead and just lie flat on the floor in traditional shavasana. Just allow the arms to rest on the floor, palms up, eyes are closed, and let the breath come into a quiet, easy flow. Stay here for 5 to 11 minutes. Thanks for joining. Until next time. Bye.